Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I've got some really exciting things happening today, and I brought my special friend, Emily, on. She is from Learning to Live Beloved Ministries, and she's been on the podcast before. And Emily, I'm just super excited to have you here. I can't wait to talk today. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited too. So today we are ta- we've talked about let's see mental health and we talked mm-hmm. about physical health problems and that we've both struggled through that. Um, today the topic is about body image. Um, recently I wrote a six week course on um, it's called Unhindered. It's about releasing the shame from our bodies and um, clinging to Christ and that. And so I asked Emily to take the course ahead of time before I'm going to release it, which is today. And Emily so graciously went through it um, and just has some awesome notes to share with you guys, awesome thoughts to share. Um, and I want to talk through that with her because I think both of us have struggled with body image stuff. And so if you're listening and you've struggled too, I'm praying that this is going to be super encouraging to you. So, um, Emily, kind of share with us your journey of body image struggles. What has that looked like for you? So I think like so many of the women who are listening today, um, when I was young, uh, I didn't, I didn't really think about what I looked like. Um, but as I started to grow and I had an older sister and she was developing and, and I wasn't, and I was always really thin, I had a lot of people make fun of me kind of on the flip side for being too thin. So then I started being aware mm. what is beauty, what is attractive, what am I supposed to look like? Um, I ha- my father has always struggled with his weight and watching him yo-yo diet and watching then my older sister kind of go through some anorexia issues and starvation issues. And I, then I'm thinking, well, I, I need to do these things too if I'm going to be beautiful. And then mm. I felt like I way to be beautiful um but you never really fit anywhere and then after children you know there was weight I couldn't get off and yo-yo diets and this this summer really I kind of just was so tired of doing the binge eating on the weekend so I can enjoy weighing myself on Monday morning feeling terrible starting the week off feeling depressed and feeling overwhelmed that I'd failed again beating Mm -hmm. myself uh overworking myself, working out, and just repeating that endless cycle of defeat uh, week after week. And so God brought me to some really neat resources, you being kind of the icing on the cake that really took out the how much the scale says opposed to what does God say about me and making this walk with food and with body image shame, something that's not just, well, just be whatever weight you want. That's fine. Or yo-yo diet to fit a certain size. And so everyone will love you, but a spiritual matter. And, Mm. um, that has really changed everything. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like it was eye opening for me too, when it became a spiritual issue, like, it was always a spiritual issue for the Lord. He knew that he was going to work on this in my heart. But then one day I just like my eyes were opened and I was like, wow, this is a struggle because this is a way that first of all, the enemy is trying to get in my head. Um, And second of all, I, I mean, it's just, it's so spiritual because of the shame you feel when you're not a certain weight or the way you want to look or the way you see other people look. 
Um, yeah. So I feel what. So what has stood out to you, kind of within this course? I know there were some things that you know particularly God pressed on your heart. Um, what were some of those? So the thing that I think popped out to me the most, I mean, it took tons of notes. I was showing you before we got on here. Um, this was so good. I recommend anyone who does it take notes because this is stuff you're going to need to go back to. But in um, week number two, you said, God, I'm beautiful and he's the author of beauty and I can trust what he says about me. And that was just like slap me in the face in a kind, gentle way that God does. But I've had so many um, men or people are like, my husband tell me that I'm beautiful. And I'm always kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever. You have to say that, you know, that significant other in my life or my parents or a friend being like, yes, it's a nice outfit. And you like feel terrible in it. Yeah. But <laughs> to realize that God is the author of beauty. Um, and I can trust what he says because God never lies that just really changed the whole perspective because I can have 10 different people tell me I'm, I'm not worthy in the size that I am or how I look compared to someone else. But if God created me in my mother's womb and says that I'm beautiful and is enthralled with my beauty and you had tons of scripture and truths to back this up, um, I can start to be okay with, with how I look and something that God had reminded me of kind of in working through all of this, but, um, it was probably a year or so ago when I was struggling with my weight and losing weight. Um, I, God was like, do you realize that people probably aren't going to remember you as the size you were? They're not going to be like that, that woman that was so big. Remember her? They're going to be, they're going to remember me by my character, by my kindness and my smile, the hug I gave them, the kind word that I shared. And so maybe the scale doesn't matter that much because God can still use me at 174 as he can at 134 if my heart is in the right place, ready and willing to serve him. And that's what people are really going to remember about me. That is so good. I love that. I, I've actually never thought about that. You know, like, I mean, you do think about what would people say at my funeral and like, nobody's going to get up that, there and say, oh, well, she weighed, you know, a little bit more than she should have. Like, nobody's yeah. going to say that. They're going to yeah. be thinking about your faith, the impact you made on them, your kindness. I mean, that's all so good. Yeah. For me, I, and this is in week two, I think of the study, it was um, Psalm 45, 10 through 11. It says, Hear, O daughter, and consider and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house, and the king will desire your beauty. Um, and I remember thinking through that, like, why do I want to be beautiful? You know, like, why is it so important to me to look a certain way or to be desired? Um, and thinking about how that desire is actually a godly thing, like that God put in women. Um, but we take it to the wrong place. Like we find the fulfillment of that desire in people that are very flawed in the way that they tell us we're beautiful. Um, and then we're flawed a little bit in the way that we don't believe it, even if someone right, says that we're right. beautiful. Um, so there's, you know, sin taints things, um, but always, but to think about that verse and to think about the King desires your beauty, like God actually desires us and, the want to be desired and to be beautiful is actually a godly thing. I mean, yeah. that was eye-opening for me because I remember feeling yeah. like, oh, 
it's not like I'm just this horrible, sinful person for wanting to be beautiful. Like, it's actually something God put in me. It's just the ways that I'm looking to fulfill it can be harmful to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I love what you said about that because that was also super eye-opening to me because I think I had also always felt guilty. Like if I wanted to look good or be beautiful or be desired, that that was a sinful thing. But like so many other things in the faith, we take something God meant for good and we taint it and make it evil and it draws us away from God's heart. Mm -hmm. But wanting presentable, wanting to look nice, um, wanting to be healthy in that, those aren't wrong things. We just have to be careful that they don't shift the wrong way because we so easily kind of fall off that straight and narrow path. Um, you said by looking for affirmation from the wrong people, we have to look for it from God. He says, you're always beautiful in my sight. And that's so important to remember. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that reminds me of another section where I talked about idols Um, And for me personally, my idol had always been um, being a certain size and also like I was a runner. So like having certain times on the team and then also for me, an idol was like what the man in my life thought of me at the time. It was like my boyfriend in high school and then now it's my husband and it's always like, what do they think of my body? Um, So those three things, I think, had always been um, like a hanging cloud over my head. And I always felt like if I can't measure up in those areas, like then I'm not worthy and then my body's not right. Um, And like you said, after having kids, like things totally changed in my body. um, And so I couldn't be that high school me. And why do I expect to be that high school me at age 31 or whatever? But Um, we have these like impossible standards on ourselves too, I think. Did you feel like you have anything like that where it kind of came up for you while you're taking it? Absolutely. I have quite a list of idols, but (laughs) I would say I I even wrote down teen body because I think um, this kind of goes back to various things in my childhood, but I was kind of, I was thin, I was weird, I was awkward, I was geeky, and people told me that. Mm. And I also... um, because of the finances in my family, I couldn't just go out like the other kids and go to American Eagle. Like I remember for the longest time, I just wanted a pair of American Eagle jeans because yes. that would mean I had arrived in yes. society. <laughs> and I realized at 31, I mean, oh my goodness, like 15, 16 years later, I'm still trying to fit that trend of mm. that 16-year-old girl. And that trend has long passed, but <laughs> I made that an idol of being in the latest and the greatest and it is exhausting it's yeah. exhausting on finances my mental health my body my children because now I have other people in my life to care for and so whether I have American Eagle jeans or not can fit in them doesn't really matter but when the world when we allow the world to speak into our life in that way it very easily becomes an idol and we worship that more than we worship God mm, that's so that's so good I feel like the more we realize um, desiring him is a better option, the more content we feel like in our own bodies, you know? Um, so tell me what else, like, was there anything else that really stood out to you in particular? So in week five, um, you said we need to stop describing women by their body, but Mm -hmm. by their character. 
and I'd start to touch on this a little before what we were saying, um, that people won't remember us by our body size, like maybe mental image, but when they talk about us, unless we were very rude, nasty, fat woman, <laughs> that's not what they're saying about us, you know? And I was like, wow, because I think sometimes I, I do that myself and I don't mean to, mm -hmm. um, but if even just one or two of us start a trend going forward of saying, Hey, remember that lady? She's so kind, her smile, she's always encouraging. And maybe you have to still say, and she has like curly black hair, but you know, describing them by their body, the way that we do. And we kind of, I think, make assumptions about people, about where they are in life, but everyone has a story, even where they are in their body shape and size. And it's so unfair to categorize women and judge them based off their body size versus their character because we're never giving them a chance. And I think we do it. I know I do it to make myself feel better. Anytime I'm judging someone, props mm. reference with myself to build myself up, which is not okay. That's not at all what God wants for us. So that was super convicting to me. Mm. Um, that I need to stop doing that because my kids are listening. The women around me are listening. The younger women in my life are listening. And so if I can start looking for character, um, hopefully people would also start doing that with me. But I think again, based on what God has drawn and drawn me to, I think that's what he's trying to speak into my life that our character really matters. It's not really going to matter because as we continue to age, our bodies are going to and I continue to change. And if I don't start loving what I have right now, when I'm 60, it's only going to sag more. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. God oh, yeah. So I have to start believing that. Yeah. And I love the tools that you gave in this. They were so personal. They were so well done. Um, I know in, in the therapy that I did before, there was a lot of hands-on work that I had to do at home. And some of the things you did reminded me of that work. And it's what worked to move me to the next phase of healing. So mm -hmm. I think everything that you asked us to do um, as our homework, everyone should do it because you're going to get that much more out of it. And I also love the songs that you had at the end. Mm -hmm. I hope it's okay. But yeah. I, I love music. And so some of them I had not even heard before and they spoke to me and it just, it's the perfect package. What God has gifted you to say in this study, it is everything that I needed to hear. And I can think of a dozen or more women that need, need these words in this way with this perspective. And you, you have everything in case here. You have the lesson, you have the homework, you have a tender, compassionate and relatable heart. Um, and the song, it's like the words right from God that you kind of need that healing balm in that moment because going through this, it is a vulnerable process mm -hmm. to look and to realize the idols that you have, to realize the hard things that have maybe been said about you or to you or you've said to others and to allow God to come in and see all those places we hide and heal them. Um, you just did it in such a beautiful way and I'm so excited for women to get their hands on this. Thank you, friend. That means a lot. Well, I'm really excited because today is the launch day and we're going to be putting the link below of this um, course, Unhindered. And um, I've been praying about this a lot because I feel like um, women can be really held back by this. That's why I called it Unhindered because I wanted them to throw off the chains that you know, have been on them with this body image stuff. And so um, I know for me, the more that I've grown closer to the Lord in this area, I haven't arrived. I still struggle. Absolutely. 
but the more that I grow closer to him and don't view my body the way I did before, the more I'm able to like do ministry and to reach out to people and encourage others. And it feels like a weight taken off. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm super excited. I'm going to put the link below for you guys. So kind of at the end of um, Unhindered, I start talking about um, how your relationship with your body should look different and how it should change um, and how it can be this joyful thing and different than how it was before. Um, how has it changed for you? I mean, after taking the course, maybe through it, um, has something changed in how you view your own body? Um, I think there's been different seasons where I've tried to love my body or I've tried to say I love my body, but it hasn't been authentic. And really, again, hearing God's compassion and love through the words that he gave you and the scripture, um, it allowed me to have a little bit of compassion for my body. Um, even some of the things you have, the homework you have us go through again, um, gave me opportunity to kind of forgive the little girl uh, that wasn't treated so kindly, uh, forgive mm -hmm. the mom who worked too hard at trying to lose weight. And um, now I just, I feel so much more comfortable in my body. Truly, I do. And I feel like the outfits that I'm wearing, I'm not obsessing about, um, is my makeup right? Is my hair right? Are all these things as the cutest outfit? I'm wearing what I want to wear today mm -hmm. and I'm feeling confident in it in a new way, not in a prideful way, not in everybody look at me way, just comfortable in my own skin for the first time. And it's so freeing. And I used to weigh myself at least once a week, if not more. And I have had times that that has completely derailed my entire day. Mm -hmm. I'm in the worst mood and I'm like, why am I so miserable? This is a really good day. And I look back and realize, oh, you weighed yourself this morning and you gained one pound and the world ended in that moment. Yeah. And so I have pretty much been done with the scale since doing Unhindered. I'm like, it doesn't really matter mm. what that scale is. And I actually gained some weight this summer. And so being able to be like, I weigh five more pounds, but I'm healthy. I feel good. God has done a good work in my life. My clothes fit me nicely. And even if all those things aren't true, God still says I'm beautiful and I can trust what he says about me. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And there is so much freedom and peace in knowing that. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. I feel like I've been in the same place so many times where the scale completely ruined my emotional state for the whole day or week sometimes. Yeah, um, and just not letting it have that power anymore and letting God have the final say um, in my life and letting him be the direction, you know, like letting him tell us who we are, how loved we are, how beautiful we are in his eyes. Like all of that um, can inform our day instead of the scale informing our day. Like I love that, Emily. Thanks for sharing that. That's so powerful. Um, as we're finishing up, Emily, where can people find you? I want to then give them your links and everything. Tell me where they can find you. So last time I was on here, I, I, anyone might remember I was under the honest mama, but, um, a couple things have changed for me since then. So now you can find me on my new website, um, learning to live beloved ministries. And you can also find me on Instagram at, uh, learning to live beloved and the number one learning to live beloved one. Awesome. Yeah. 
I love what you write on there. It always touches me. And I love your weekly wisdom videos. I look forward to them every week. <laughs> so let me pray for us before we close. Uh, Heavenly Father, I am super grateful for Emily coming on today and just for her words of encouragement to women out there who are struggling with um, body image issues. Lord, I know this is no small thing. I have met women who have been in bondage with this for years and decades. Um, and Lord, I pray that you will do something big here, that you will break those chains and that you will give us the freedom to walk in Christ and to feel um, the love of you, the your desire for our beauty over us, that we could um, feel just accepted and loved and known and cherished. Um, and I pray that that would just change the way we do everything in life. I pray that that would give us a new freedom to walk and to feel confidence in who you've made us to be into these bodies that you've given us, Lord. I pray that this will lead us to a new appreciation for them. Um, and I just thank you for Emily's time. I thank you that she's such a loyal friend to me. I'm grateful for that. Um, and Lord, I pray that you will bless her ministry and her writing and that we can walk forward in faith to what you've called us to do. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Much for having me today. Oh, it was great. And um, I'm praying for all of you guys. I know if you struggle with body image stuff, this is a tough topic. Um, and I I said that in the first week, you know, like this is a very vulnerable place and it can be hard to dig these things up. Maybe it was hard for those listening to, to even hear about this kind of stuff. I know for me it would have been triggering at many points. Um, but I just pray that. The things we talked about today can encourage someone and to help them feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel that they can see, you know, a place of freedom. Like, I know we've both experienced that. So, yeah. Well, thanks, friend. Um, and everyone, I will put all the links below, and I will talk to you guys next time.